Hello everybody, how you doing? This is S. Anthony Thomas, and this is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. This is one of the last pre-launch episodes that I'm going to do before the epi- before the show actually begins officially. And what I wanted to talk to you about was this. Uh, I grew up in a neighborhood that was a little rough around the edges. And one of the unique things about it was, sometimes when a person walked up to you and started a conversation, it wasn't just a conversation. You were literally taking a robbery test. Now, what does that mean? It means literally this was a criminal talking to you to assess whether or not you were someone he or she was going to rob. That's a real thing. And that's what I'm going to talk about on this episode of the S. Anthony Thomas Show. One of the last pre-launch episodes before the show starts off for real. Are you ready? Cool. Let's do it. Okay, everybody. Okay, okay, okay. What we're going to do, as promised, is talk about robbery tests. Now, I want to be really specific about this. These are the kind of things that happen in many, many aspects of your life. Um, Like I said, I want to talk about robbery tests, basically. But I just want to let you know that this happens in many areas. Say for the sake of argument, we're talking about dating. You basically are looking at a person, finding them attractive, assessing whether you have a chance of dating that person, and then approaching that person. You have to make a Conscious effort to check the person out, assess what you think you have a shot at them, and then going over and talking to them. There's a risk. There's a reward. You could wind up with this wonderful person, but there's a risk also. You could walk over to the lady. How are you doing? My name's Dave, and I was wondering if you would like to dance, right? And as you say, you were asking if she'd like to dance. You notice that she picks up, you know, that spike that's on the bar where people normally take the, uh, the uh your bill and stab it down on she picks that up and aims it at your throat and goes no i don't want to dance dave die you know there's a chance that that could happen or she could spin around and pull a bullhorn out of her purse and go uh, this guy's a complete loser and thinks i would ever dance with a piece of crap like him hell no everybody please turn off the music turn the spotlights away from the dj aim it at this guy and let's all laugh at him quickly take pictures of him so we can humiliate him because he's a scumbag who thinks that i would lower myself to dating this loser dave what's your last name dave because we want to find you on facebook and put you in a group called losers okay would not be that bad but you get what i'm saying you have to make a decision should i approach that person is that the person i want to approach Hmm, hmm correct it's the same thing with people in the street that want to ask you for money. It's the same thing. They look at you. Hmm. They decide whether or not you may even be carrying some money. Did he just go into the coffee shop or did he come out of the coffee shop? What kind of car was he driving? What is she wearing? How expensive is that purse? I'm not a criminal. I'm a panhandler. How much should I ask for? If I ask for a quarter, that may be stupid. They may go, okay, I'll give you a quarter. But they may have already decided in their mind, maybe they want to give me more. Right. Because if you're like me, sometimes, you know, that the people are going to be there that are going to ask for money. You already know that these people have decided that you're someone that they're going to approach. You've passed the I'm going to approach that guy test or I'm going to approach that lady test. And you've made a decision about how much money you're going to give. I do that when I go someplace and I know there are going to be people around asking for money. Whatever money I am going to give out to people that day is in one of my pockets. And it's usually just a couple of bucks. And I would, you know, you go to the coffee shop, there's a guy there, you know, he's going to ask for money, right? And he's going to ask for a quarter 
or he's going to ask for five bucks or some crap like that. But I'm okay giving him a buck. Oh, hey, so I say, hey, you, you need somebody? Which is, which is usually what I do. You need somebody? Yeah, I just want to get, you know what? Hey, man, here, take this. I give them the buck. Boom, problem solved. I don't want to go in my wallet in front of the guy, right? Granted, that becomes a problem because if you keep going back to that same place, he's really assessed you as someone that not only is someone I can approach, but someone who's giving me a dollar. And all of a sudden it costs you a dollar just to go to the store to get your coffee that cost a dollar. You just doubled how much the coffee cost. But let's move away from that. We're here to talk about robbery tests. And robbery tests are just like the things I just mentioned. People who are going to rob you will literally look at you. The robbers and decide they're doing it all the time. People you see it on, on the news programs where the police officer will go, you know, the robber will look at you and decide whether you're someone they're going to rob. You should walk with confidence. You should walk this way. You should hold your handbag close to you. You should you should walk this way and this kind of structure. And it's true. You can see them. And I grew up in a neighborhood, like I said in the intro, that was a little rough around the edges. So there were robbery tests going on all the time. Sometimes you wind up passing the robbery test and you don't even realize you were taking the test. It's happened to me many times. I remember one time I went to a place to get some pizza for my friends. And as it turns out, the shirt I was wearing was very, very similar to the color of the delivery people for that particular pizza place. So he sees me walking out with a bunch of pizzas and sodas. And of course, wearing that outfit, which basically looked just like the delivery guy's outfit, but it was a little bit off. So he had to come over and find out if I was a delivery driver. So the guy walks over to me as I'm getting in the passenger side, the driver's side of the car and putting this stuff in the passenger seat. And he gets really close to the car door and I look back at him and he starts asking me questions to try to find out who I am. Hey buddy. Yeah. Uh, the pizza place open. Oh uh, yeah. I just came out of there. Yeah, man. How long you been working there? And I look at my, I don't work there. He goes, I thought you worked there. I said, uh, nah, I'm just wearing a, a shirt. This looks like, I know, it looks like the delivery driver shirt. But I'm just taking this back, you know, to my to my, to my boys at the house. I got some friends over, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm annoyed too, man. I'm annoyed because they told me the pizza was going to cost a certain amount of money, right? So I came out of the house with exactly what I needed to pay for the pizza. And as it turns out, it cost more than that. Luckily, I had a couple extra bucks in my wallet. But I don't like walking around with no money. I have absolutely not a daggone penny on me right now. And I'm angry about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, he immediately wasn't interested anymore. I was telling the truth. And now he now knows the information he has is I'm not a delivery driver. So right there, he's already decided, well, if he's not the delivery driver, I'm not interested in robbing him. And the second thing, which was the truth, was I was telling the truth. I had literally zero money on me. So now he's thinking, I ain't got time for this. And so I'm continuing to rant. He's like, yeah, uh, that's cool, man. I hope, I hope that works out for you. And he walks away. I get in the car and I'm driving home still angry. And then I realize, oh man, I've been out of the hood so long. I didn't realize I was just getting tested. I didn't realize I, w I had just taken and passed a robbery test and didn't even know it. But sometimes you do know it, right? Sometimes you're taking a robbery test and you do know. We're going to go back from that period back to when I was actually still living in my old neighborhood when it was a lot rougher. And I'm sitting at the bus stop. And I'm waiting to get picked up for, by a friend, right? And I'm dressed pretty good because I'm going for a job interview. So I'm dressed in a way that I would normally not dress 
uh, you know, you get you get a little dolled up for the job interview. Right. So I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking good. I'm you know, I don't even want to sit on the bench. I'm kind of making sure that I don't get wrinkled up. I want to look good. I'm going in my I'm over my, in my head about what I'm going to say to the person in the HR department. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that this is going to happen. I'm going to say this. And there's this dude who's a little rough around the edges and he looks at everybody at the bus stop and then he sees me all dialed up in the corner. And I know in his mind he's thinking, ha, huh, punk, ha, huh. if he has any money on him, I'm taking it. And what they normally do is they'll start standing around you. And they'll start, you know, saying snarky things around you, obviously directed toward you. You've been there before where you had a spouse talking to somebody else in the part at the party and you know, they're mad at you and they're talking to the other person. But you know that those remarks are made for your ears. Right. Very similar to that. Right. And now all of a sudden he's making an excuse to walk back and forth in front of me and he's almost stepping on my shoes. It's not like he's trying to not step on my shoes. He's literally trying to step on my shoes on purpose. And it's happened a bunch of times. Like I said, he had wrongly assessed me as a punk. So he's testing me now. Right now he's accidentally bumping into me. Oh, you're sorry, man. Elbowing me, you know, by, by accident using hand air quote, air quotes, accident, all of these kind of things. And it won't stop. And I'm waiting for the person who's supposed to pick me up for this job interview. And it's annoying the crap out of me. It's bothering me. He just won't stop. And I know he's waiting to see whether or not I'm going to react because if I don't react, he's going to assess me as quote soft. And he's going to think that when the bus comes he's going to have an opportunity to rob me i know this is going to sound weird to you but if you grew up in some of the areas that i grew up in trust me i'm this is an accurate assessment because i've seen it before many many times i'm getting robbery tested and i know it now but his assessment of who i am was a little bit off as he's about to find out. He comes across me again and starts to almost step on my f shoes. I stop him. I put my hand up where his chest is. I walk up really close to him and I say to him, dude. For the past 10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes, 12 minutes, you've been trying to get my attention. You've been talking slick. You've been bumping into me. You've been trying to step on my shoes. You've been trying to do all these kind of silly things. Man. You want my attention. Now I'm giving it to you. What's up? No, man, I was just trying. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. I'm going to tell you this right now because I can see you trying to show off for everybody. You do one more thing directed at me. You try to step on my shoes again. You bump into me again. You say something slick about me again. Trust me, the bus you're waiting for will not be the vehicle that you leave in. The vehicle that you leave in is going to be red. It's going to be square and it's going to have sirens on the top of it and you won't be walking into it. They'll be picking you up, putting you on a gurney and wheeling you into it. Do you understand me? Yeah, man. Shh. You ain't got nothing to say. Take yourself back to the other side of the stop. Sit down. Do whatever you got to do. Don't come near me again. You come near me again. I'm going I'm to knock you out. Do you understand what I'm saying? And everybody else at the bus stop who was before looking at me like, I don't know why he's letting that dude do that. I don't know why he tried to step on my shoes. I don't know why he did that. I mean, if that was, that was me. And they're all looking at me like, oh, good Lord. I guess he ain't a punk. You're right. I'm not. 
And I looked at him and he probably looked into my eyes and realized he was about this close. And when I say this close, imagine putting your close, your fingers as close together as possible to get knocked out. Now, keep in mind, this is young weightlifting, uh, uh, (laughs) young weightlifting, uh, you know, bag punching, bag kicking me, not the current me that's about to turn 50 in a month. This is quite a while ago and he was about to get hurt and he knew it. And he backed off and stayed away from me. I had passed the robbery test and he realized, "Mm, I probably don't want to try to rob that guy. (laughs) I say this because I was watching one of those programs on uh, TV. Like I said, it was a police officer talking about how to be aware. You'd probably take in tests that you don't even realize. You know, if you're walking down the street, having a good day, looking confident, it's probably if you go through the wrong place, it's probably somebody looking at you and going, "Ooh, they look too confident. Ooh, they look too self-assured. Ooh, they're walking with too good a posture. You're passing tests and you don't even know it. So. It just reminded me of something that happened to me a while ago, a long time ago. And the funny thing about it is now that I'm about to I'll be turning 50 in less than a month, I really believe I have aged out of robbery tests because young guys, even the, the rough ones, they don't even look at me like that. anymore. they don't look at me as a threat because I'm old head, old head. They don't look at me as a, as a threat at all. Right. I've aged out of the robbery test because I'm old enough where I'm respected as an older guy, but I'm still young enough to hurt you if you try me. And that's just really weird, which means very, which means in about a decade or so, I'll just be the invisible old guy to these people, <laughs> which means, uh, you know, 10 years from now, I'll be doing an episode of this podcast called Invisible Old Guy. So just make sure you subscribe to this podcast and listen to me and stay subscribed and be a listener for the next decade, because that that episode will be coming at some point. <laughs> so, folks, like I said, this is going to this is one of the last pre-launch episodes before I start opening up for this for this podcast launches for real, the official launch will be which will be coming very, very soon. And I want to thank you very, very much. I appreciate it, man. I mean, I'm one of those people that if you give me an if you come and listen to me or my podcast and give me some of this time, I consider it an honor. And I thank you very, very much. And I will talk to you next time. My name is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas show one of the last pre pre uh, launch episodes before we start for real. Thank you very much. And whatever you do, pay attention to what goes on around you so you don't fail any robbery tests. Cause if you fail a robbery test, well, how can I put this? Um, you're going to get robbed and I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.